The Video Nasty's Moments examine the films behind the scare by Christopher A. Brown. Using notes on the podcast and additional information from the media at the time, the Video Nasty's podcast host, Christopher Brown, publishes a book looking at all the 72 films on the Nasty's list and their impact on society. Read cuttings from the media scare stories, find out the stories behind the movie makers and delve further into the grimy world of the decade's greatest moral panic. Each of the films was covered in detail, along with trivia, reviews, expert opinion and a taste of the controversial scenes each contain. The Video Nasty's Moments is available in hardback, paperback, EPUB and Kindle. Go to videonastyspodcast.com forward slash book to get your copy now. to see zombie flesh eaters on the big screen to celebrate the end of the video nasties podcast and the launch of the video nasties moment book we're teaming up with picture house at fact and our screen to offer you the chance to see lucio fulci's classic film on november 7th our screen lets you pick the film and if you get enough people to reserve a ticket host your own screening for zombie flesh eaters to happen we need 33 people to reserve a ticket by november 2nd Everybody who attends will receive a free copy of the Video Nasties Moment book in ebook or Kindle format. Go to rscreen.com now and search for Zombie Flesh Eaters to reserve your seat. Tickets cost £9. Whatever it is, it makes the dead stand up and walk. And now our feature presentation. seen a video nasty i wouldn't i have far too much how, how can you judge on video nasty? Oh, you've seen one i actually don't need to see visually what i know is in that film Welcome to the Video Nasties podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. Our final film on the Video Nasties list about zombies was made in the same year as Dead and Buried, but it's a million miles away in terms of execution. As mixed up and messed around as the monsters in it, zombie creeping flesh, there's more in its makeup to, zom- to Frankenstein than zombie flesh eaters. Not in terms of its story, but more in the way it is a tapestry of um, stock footage, bits of ideas, and music robbed from other films. Its director, Bruno Mattei, couldn't even decide if he wanted his zombies to come with voodoo rituals or a Romero contagion, so he aims for somewhere in the middle. Are we set in the jungle, or are we in an industrial factory? Does this part of the world have elephants in? Why is that woman taking her top off? Not all these are questions Matai feels the need to answer during the film's running time. 
many deaths. Now they're celebrating the funerals. Bodies have to be cremated. Wish to God I knew what's happening here. I insist that the most serious situation we have to deal with is cremating the bodies. Cut it out! Stop wasting your damn bullets, you jerks! You need to hit their heads! I told you! Save like this! Get away! Sweet death must be considered a complete failure. All these high-powered installations, like a factory from a future world, safely hidden. You're all doomed to a horrible death. Doomed to be eaten up. First they'll kill you. Known as Virus, Hell of the Living Dead, more famously in America, and directed by Matai under the title Vincent Dawn. The film goes under the names Night of the Zombies and Dusk of the Dead, which is meant to be an unofficial prequel to Night of the Living Dead. The story follows a chemical leak at the Hope Center in Papua New Guinea. The Hope Center is looking for ways to feed the world, but instead turns its staff into flesh-eating zombies. A team of commandos are led to investigate and run into a TV crew. The country appears to be overrun by monsters, though. Will they manage to escape and speak, spread the word of the impending threat 
or will they help feed the poor, providing dinner for them? Ah, nuts! Bunch of crazy goddamn terrorists. But at least somebody could tell us who it is we're killing for a change. It's like you said. Just another gang of crazy terrorists. And we eliminate the whole lot. Sure, of course. Just be careful you don't get your balls wasted. When did you start worrying about our balls, Daddy? I got news for you. We're going on a vacation in a tropical paradise. <laughs> Where exactly? On the beautiful Isle of New Guinea. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey, tell me, what are the broads like there? Naked and wild. While it does feature a great number of gory deaths, most notably a scene where a woman has her tongue ripped out and her eyes pushed out of her head, as a piece of filmmaking, it is impressive really only in its roughness. The film was greenlit back in 1980 on the back of the success of Zombie Flesh Eaters, also on the ban list. A co-production between Italy and Spain, though there was little money to shoot, which at the time was an ambitious script. Director Bruno Mattai was brought in because he was an expert in creating films on low budgets. The problems really started, though, after the four-week shoot in Barcelona. The script had not been rewritten, not all the footage had worked, and there was nowhere near enough coverage. This is aside from the fact that the plot makes little sense in places anyway. The production in pieces. The decision was made to add additional footage from a Mondo documentary called La Vallée, put a bit more gore in and film some extra bits on an African village set. A lot of the f gore was actually filmed by Claudio Fragrasso, who went on to make Monster Dog, starring Alice Cooper as a rock star werewolf. It's 20 years later, and Vince Raven is going home. He's hoping for a new beginning, but somehow he can't escape the horror of his past. are really getting hairy. Oh, I'm 
people say it's only a legend, but no matter how real the story, a legend can't kill. Is he human? Or is he master of the dogs? The terror of your worst nightmare is about to be unleashed. Monster Dog. As Matai was busying himself with the studio filming, Fugrasso was given free reign to shoot some new special effects shots, mainly consisting of zombies getting shot in front of a dark backdrop and the hand, famous hand-in-face ending to gore up the movie, again at the producer's request. It very much to feel that if it can't be you know, popular in terms of uh, quality, it may be popular because of its terms of its gore level. The result of all this is unsurprisingly a mess. Many films, for example, have been heavily influenced by George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead from 1968 and Dawn of the Dead from 77. But few have been so bold as to take the Goblin soundtrack from the later film and use it wholesale in their own movie. This almost caused a legal wrangle for the production as Goblin had not authorised their music to be used in the film. With all the new additions, the film now ran over length at 100 minutes and consequently some of the actual original footage that had been, removed, that had been shot was removed prior to its first release in Italy in November 1980. It was also cut back again to try and make it tighter prior to submitting for UK release. There are moments here which simply copy Romero's masterpiece Dawn of the Dead. The scene with the commandos being deployed to eliminate terrorists, for example. I've decided to kill everybody, but I'll give you one more chance. Within ten minutes I want an announcement on the television with an explicit promise to shut down the Hope Centers. And a confirming statement from the United Nations. And you better shift your ass. It's just ten minutes to go. Hold it right there. Drop your gun. You're all doomed to a horrible death. The plot features a couple of journalists who team up with the commanders and uncover a plot to curb world, third world population with a zombie virus. The ending then riffs heavily on full sheet zombie flesh eaters as the contagion spreads across the developed world. Aside from the fact that SWAT members do not normally team up with journalists in their investigations, the, the film appears to be a number of desperate elements. Stock footage is used with such clunking regularity and jarringly done and the acting along the dubbing is embarrassing, even for Italian exploitation at this time. The fact that halfway through the film, when the story is at its dullest, Marguerite Elven Newton takes her top off to grab the attention of some natives is an indication the filmmakers had a fair old inclination about what they had on their hands. Bruno Mattei took his name off the film, and the pseudonym Vincent Dorn was put in again, but this was a heavy-handed way of getting Dawn onto the poster, to be true, truthful. Matai himself is not well regarded as a filmmaker, although he does have cult appeal. He made around 45 films, all on micro-budgets. His skills are praised in an Ed Ward's kind of way, though he worked with many well-known cult filmmakers over the years, including Jess Franco, 
Joe D'Amato, Fulci, and Claudio Fagrasso, and got to direct such well-known stars as Lou Ferrengo, uh, Bo Steven, Donald Evans, even Richard Harris. He's best known now for Rats, Night of Terror, and directing two Caligula-inspired rip-offs and two Emmanuel Women in Prison films, starring Laura Gemster. Where Zombie Flesh Eaters delivers is the violence. So many munching scenes mean that, at least, it was a shocking film, designed to repulse rather than create a climate of fear. Wherever anybody would be hot, uh, uh, anybody but almost the most hot, ardent zombie fan would gain much from the film, though, is doubtful. Even if you had a tank, you'd be risking your life driving it through this type of jungle. You don't know the people here as well as I do. They're fast and silent. They were born in the jungle and they've spent their lives in it. And they know how to use it to destroy their enemy. I'll have to go ahead and meet them and go alone. pre-cut version with about a minute of violent scenes removed was past X without further BBFC cuts for the 1982 cinema release. But the distributor decided to cut some of the duller SWAT footage out and was released without BBFC sanction. The significantly shortened pre-cut cinema version was released on VHS on the Merlin label in October 82. It was banned as a video nasty in July 83 after being successfully prosecuted in Brighton. It was then dropped from the list in July 85. James Furman famously refused to view a 1993 submission from Video Gem, saying the time wasn't right to, re- uh, to release a video nasty at the heart of the Jamie Bulger panic. Eventually, it was passed 18 uncut for the 2002 project- protected Vipco VHS and is not available on DVD. I think it's most interesting about that kind of uh, James Furman thing is the fact that he. He, you know, he he denied a, ver- a version of the film which had already been passed on court in the UK, although it had been prosecuted and won. But again, as we've said before, those kind of prosecutions are, are were easy to get because people were basically pleading guilty to make the problem go away. So, not the best film to finish our uh, our zombies uh, list, but nonetheless, an interesting one, I think, and uh, quite an a. Uh, Amusing kind of uh, trifle, um, a real, a real, you know, real mixed up, messed up kind of film, and one that kind of shows the almost, you know, we, we've spoken before about like, you know, these films were almost like kind of foreign to viewers, that they were so alien and so weird that uh, people kind of didn't know what to make of them. And I think, um, certainly with this film, which just seems so strange and odd, but really violent. That uh, and in truth, very foreign. That uh, they just didn't know what to make of it, and that's possibly why it stumbled on the list. And you know, it trades on its, you know, its nastiness, as it were, and its unpleasantness. And um, you know, and it is, it is a very silly film. But I think people take a lot of pleasure from its general daftness. Huh? Are you ready for it? Come on, let's go. Ready for you? What's the matter? You scared? Come on, try to get. <laughs> huh? You wanna play games? Okay, it's ten to one for you. Well, let's see where it gets you. Come on, you stupid future bastards! 
You lousy bunch of turds! Brainless monkeys! <laughs> you can't catch me! Get back to your graves! Beat it! Screw up! Come on! This way! I'm waiting for fun! Hey, you! What are you staring at? Are you hungry? Ah, I get it. You want a little bite out of me. You must be nuts. You're speaking to those gooks. Sure, why not? What meat do you like? Drumstick? A wing? Oh, oh yeah, oh, that's great. A wing, eh? What's like this? Just a bit of feedback. This one from Elliot Best. Just ordered the book. Very excited. We'll miss the podcast when it's done. Extra large thanks for the many hours of audio enjoyment you've piped piped directly into my brain. Whether ironing, gardening, lying in a fog-conscious coma, or doing the big shop at Aldi, the Video Nasties podcast made my life about 79% 79 more enjoyable. Brap. Go away, Chris. Well, thanks very much for that, uh, Ellie's, and uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. If anybody else is wondering, quick plug for the book. Um, it is available if you go to videonassipodcast.com forward slash book. Um, there is uh, all the links to where you can get it from. Um, so if you want want a copy, <laughs> that would be that'd be lovely. Uh, got a house moves to pay for. Um, also, uh, there's some more. Uh, there's another great. Well, there's quite a bit actually, which is really cool from. Um, uh, good friends of the show and regular contributor uh, Rob Wilson he says hey Chris my iPod cancelled my subscription to Video Nasty's podcast without telling me thought you were in on a long holiday without telling us this week I played catch up on the many shows I missed congrats on the audiobook I saw Don't Go in the House when it came out on video I only remember the blowtorch in my head it was 20 minute scene of hardcore brutality watched it a couple of years back and I had a good laugh at my false memories Tenebrae is a favourite of mine I really love the music that wonderful crane shot it's a beautiful movie. I just bought Snuff and Killing None on DVD. I'd seen Snuff before, I did not like it. Somehow I felt it would be wrong to pass on this video nasty after listening to this podcast, Chris. Thanks for all the time and effort to do this project. Cheers, Rob. P.S. I forgot. Tried watching Human Experiments, got 30 minutes in. <laughs> You're a trooper. Yes. And then he, um, well, he's written it, so I'm going to say it. <laughs> it's on the website. Don't tell anybody. I thought about... I thought this was another name for Full Shoes Zombie 2 and I've never seen it. To be honest with you, I'm not surprised that you don't, you thought that because um, that's kind of how it's tried to be sold with Zombie Creeping Flesh. That it's, uh, you know, uh, well, Hell of the Living Dead probably as you, you might see it from your side or Virus um, because that's basically what it's trying to trying to do, you know. It's, um, it's trying to you know, trade off other movies and kind of like tie in and all the marketing was like that. So I'm not surprised at all that you, you saw that like that um, and, got, and got that confusion, which probably did work in its favour in your case. Uh, it kind of works better when it's going into the cinema, I suppose, and you can, you can see that zombie movie all the fuss is about and you go and it's just not the film you thought it was. Doesn't it feature, uh, hasn't it got Amy Culkin? No. Oh, God. So thanks a lot for that, Rob, and I'm glad. I'm glad you got you, you, you're back on board. I wondered if you'd if, I, if you'd grown tired of me. Um, so it's good to good to hear back. And thanks thanks to Elliot too as well for his for his his contact. Um, and I'm glad you I'm glad you enjoyed the podcast. Um, as I said, there's uh, two more to go now. Uh, Driller Killer, which is our last film, and then one that kind of very quickly rushes through everything that happened afterwards in terms of like an aftermath almost of what what happened after the scare um you know there's 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 literally uh, a 90 minute documentary about this and we're going to just kind of 
from um, Jake West, but we're going to just rattle through it in about half an hour, probably. <laughs> Maybe a little bit longer. Um, so if you want to get any feedback in for either of those things, uh, certainly Driller Killer would be great, because I know it's a lot of people's fi- one of a lot of people's favourite films on the list. And also um, the finale finale. Um, you know. If there's anything like I was like with uh, Night Gallery or Totesamosh, shall we say. Um, anyway, if you want to get hold of me, please do. Um, contact me on my email, at gmail.com if you want to just write something or send an MP3. That would be great, actually, if you could do that. Uh, just to, you know, kind of finish off with a, a different voice other than my own. And uh, you can go to the website, videonastypodcast.com, and leave any comments on any of the articles there. Or you can go just say hello on my Twitter, which is at orange underscore monkey, and I will say hello back. Uh, as I said, the book is uh, is out now and available for download or for purchase on the uh, on the site. Um, it's on Amazon. What can I say? Or you can get it on Lulu or or any of those as well. Um, also, as you probably heard from the trailer at the start, um, I'm hold- holding a little party in Liverpool. If you're in the north northwest of England, and uh, I've got time to come down on November seventh, uh, we're going to have a screening of hopefully have a screening of Zombie Flesh Eaters. However, that won't happen if 33 people don't uh, buy tickets by November second. It's kind of like a crowd-funded screening. Uh, last time I did it with Evil Dead, it was really close to it not happening. Um, <laughs> it was like the last three hours before it got confirmed. So if you want to get involved with that, um, yeah, I mean, buy him, buy him early so we can like, kind of show that you know there's interest there and more people will buy it and we'll get a bit of a snowball effect. And if not, then it won't happen and that's cool as well. Um I will sit at home and, and drink and <laughs> watch zombie flesh eaters on my t- on my big telly. <laughs> I don't think too much about it. Anyway, next week, last film, Driller Killer, uh, which you're just about to hear a little clip of the start of. Take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. I have never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video? Oh, you easy. Never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Just be careful you don't get your balls wasted. When did you start worrying about our balls, Daddy?